Hey, you're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations around the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. And last week, we had our first in-person conference in over 12 months. Uh, We had uh, 72-odd business leaders from uh, all around America, so it was USA only. Typically, we'd have 40% of our people would be traveling from international all over the world. Obviously, this year that was not going to happen, but was just Americans. And wonderful, wonderful time. And uh, what I'm going to give you is a little bit of a summary of what we covered over those three days. Now, there's so much, so I can't, there's no way I could capture that all for you right now. So I'm going to give you just some key points that came out of these three days. We had a Ford Taylor from Transform Lead. We had Shea Bynes from Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, Chris Valentin from Bethel Church. Uh, Obviously, I was there as well, and my wife contributed just some incredible uh, just moments that really set the theme for what we're doing. The focus of the event was what we call a leadership summit. So really, how do you lead like Christ in our businesses and our families in the midst of uncertainty and conflict? And truly, it was a a wonderful time. Uh, It was so good to be back together again. And we just saw God do some phenomenal things. This is what we're starting to experience more and more is uh, when we host His presence, when we make a priority of carrying the presence of God in all that we do, things happen that you just cannot explain. Uh, here's an example. Uh, one guy, let's say his name's Richard. Uh, he's in IT software. He comes out from Birmingham, Alabama, him and his wife. And the week before, they'd had a cash flow crisis and pinch. And so he was putting in for some, uh, you know, trying to chase up some invoices, some things that were going on. But they decided they were going to come regardless. But he was pretty low in hope as a result of it. Well, day one, we just released people to pray for one another for encouragement. And one of the people praying specifically prayed over him and his wife, hope restored, not knowing all that was going on. Well, when he got back to his table, so we're literally 30 seconds while they're praying, he gets back to his table. There is a text from his assistant saying there's a check here at your office that had been closed during COVID. And when they got there, not only is there one check, that there's a whole story behind that one, but there were five separate checks waiting for him. Like five? Five checks, individual envelopes, individual payments that literally shifted everything. So number one, he got his hope back. Two, straight away, he sees God do things. There's no way. That must have been posted the day, two days before. How does that happen? Other than God is not a theory. This this is so real. Uh, Another situation, we have this worship evening where it's literally uh, Bethel worship team come in and lead us in an extended period of time of worship. And then we we don't have any speakers for this evening. It's literally we'll have communion together and then release people to pray for one another. So the participants are praying for one another for breakthrough. They know what they need and praying together is so powerful. Well, we hear the next day that one of the people in that room was praying, Lord, We want to see an angel. I'd love to see an angel. The very next day, someone else in the conference shares for the first time in his life, he 
actually saw an angel in the room. Now, I haven't seen an angel. I would love to see an angel. I haven't seen that. But what was just profound is that one person prayed. Another person saw it. Another person like, was blessed. God spoke to them in a particular way. And so what we see is the body ministering to the body. As the Bible says, every joint supplies. If I told you all the testimonies like that, I'm just sitting here amazed. God is so good. Why he doesn't just give us what we need direct? I mean, that would be so much easier, simpler, cleaner. And yet he'd choose to place us in a community where what we need is in the people around us. One person prays, one sows, one reaps, but it's God who gives the increase. That's what we got to see and so, so cool. So what do we cover off? Um, what was beautiful, and so day one, this is reflecting on those three days. Day one, the theme that came out through all of the different speakers, they knew the theme, but they didn't know what each one was speaking. So, but day one, what was woven through was a single testimony. And this was my wife, Janine, so proud of the situation. During the worship that we started with, I just, just had this thought pop in my head, Janine's got something to share. So I leaned over and say, hey, babe, have you, are you hearing the Lord say anything? And she goes, give me a moment. Comes back a moment later and says, yeah, I think I've got something. Do you want me to go up now? And sure enough, she gets up after the worship and shares this testimony about uh, African violence. It's a particular flower that I'm sure you can look up. And literally, the, the, the flower moves through the day facing the sun. And Janine shared that, that that's our job, that we're being positioned. It's a place of rest and refreshing, but to keep our eyes on God. And literally, we're being positioned. That's, that was the one word that set the day. Well, what do we cover off next? Then I spoke on just what I've been learning around the voice of God, Matthew 4.4, around uh, realigning vision, the vision that God's got for me, not the vision that everybody else has for me. And then actually dialing up the voice of the key people that you need to be hearing from, dialing down the voices that you shouldn't be listening to, and literally turning off some of the voices that you shouldn't be listening to at all. Uh, Chris Vallotton then spoke, and I love this. He, he literally says, a plumber doesn't complain when there's broken pipes. An electrician doesn't complain when there's broken wires. A doctor doesn't complain when there's patients. So why are you complaining as a follower of Jesus? You are salt, light, and leaven. Why are you complaining when it's dark and difficult? You were born for this. And we're just so good. It's like, that's right, bring it on. Then Shay Bynes got up and she talked a bunch of stuff, but one of the keys was talking around framework versus blueprint. So many of us want, I just want the blueprint. I Tell me what to do, tell me what to do. Would you tell me what to do? Shay, just tell me what to, tell me how to do this. And she says, no, I can give you the framework, the process, but you are unique. You have a personal walk with God. You are unique to you. You need to directly connect with him and hear the strategy, the specific blueprint for yourself. I can give you the framework, but you've got to get the blueprint. So good. And she talked about grace versus grind. I encourage you, grab her book, Grace uh, Grace versus Grind. Look up Shea Bynes. You'll find that there. 
And then we had Ford Taylor got up and talked a bunch of stuff, but the outcome of that is forming our own, what he calls VP Mosa, which is vision, purpose, mission, objective, strategy, and action. In order to get aligned with who I am, where I'm going, what I'm called to, I need to walk through that process. If you want to do that yourself, grab hold of his book, Relational Leadership, where relationships and transactions collide. You get relational leadership, hugely practical and so, so helpful. So that was day one, all about being positioned again and who I am and who God says I am and the vision that he has for my life and how to move forward with that. So then we uh, slapped got up again early the next morning because my team were getting up at 6.30 and setting up the room. It was, it, it was, it's wonderful being in the environment that we are, but the buildings are used frequently. So in between a Tuesday conference and Wednesday conference, there was a youth meeting. So we had to unpack and then repack up, set up for the next morning. So phenomenal team. If my team's listening to this, I love you. I so appreciate your commitment. You did a phenomenal job. So number two was day number two. Uh, some of those same speakers, so Shay spoke, I spoke, Ford spoke, and then we had a panel. But um, what was profound again is that my wife, whose wife is this? It's my wife. She came in and she's, I've got this testimony to share. Uh, what had happened is she went walking. She goes walking in our area and we live out west of Reading, uh, more rural sort of a feel. And she was out walking and she sees one of our neighbors walking around, kind of walking on both sides of the road, looking for something. He comes up to her and says, hey, what's, what's going on? And neighbor says, I've lost the crucifix on my rosary. Uh, if it's fallen off somewhere, I can't find it. And Janine says, well, you know what? Uh, can I pray for you? Because a couple of weeks ago, I lost the diamond ring off my engagement, the diamond off my engagement ring. And we prayed and my daughter found the diamond in outside our house. Like the, if you'd seen our house, it's, we got three acres that she found the diamond is profound. So Janine then got to pray with this lady and literally saw her hope transform from being despondent. She's a devout Catholic praying woman walks around and prays all the time. So grateful for people like that in our community. And so she leaves with hope. Well, the very next morning, which was day two, my wife's going for a walk again and just pondering, you know, wouldn't it be cool if I got to see this lady again and hear what happened? I wonder if she found it. Wouldn't that be a cool testimony to go into the conference with and share? Look, look at this. Look, I've got my ring back. I got my crucifix back. I got my whatever it is back. Well, she hears the Lord say to her, you've already got a testimony. The testimony is already twofold. Number one, that you got your diamond back. And number two, that you released that testimony into this lady and she got hope. That is the testimony. So Janine was kind of adjusting a little bit like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then I just got to release hope and see hope that resulted in action. It moved this lady to, from despondency and despair to hope that acts. Well, once she's got that, she comes over the hill and sure enough, she's bumping into the lady. The lady's coming up, waving her arm saying, hey, hey, Janine, I found, I found the crucifix. What had happened? She said, you prayed for me yesterday. I released such hope in me. I told my, I can't remember if it was a friend or a family member about it, who lives in a different area but adjacent. 
And the friend family member found the crucifix just like it happened in our family with our daughter finding the diamond that Janine lost. And so Janine was so excited. She comes and shares that testimony in the meeting. What was the point? The key thing about the testimony is hope, releasing hope that results in action. So then we go through the day and we start with this activation, connecting and training business people to hear God, heal the sick and host his presence. And we started with this scripture, which is literally the, the scripture says, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. So if you're struggling with disappointment, you think I can't do this. I couldn't hear this. I couldn't hear God. I can't hear the sick. It's no longer you lives, but Christ that lives in you. You have no excuse. You're dead. Christ lives in you. So we talk through that over and over again. It's hope that results in action. Then Ford Taylor got up and talked through a bunch of things. But key outcome was this six step apology of how often we think, well, someone else did more of the, they contributed to more of the problem than I did. Well, even if you contribute to 1% of the problem, which very, very few situations we didn't contribute at least something to. He shares these testimonies where a, a, a son was in his 50s. He'd never heard his day say, dad say, I love you and I'm proud of you. And he was just so pent up with anger and disappointment and hurt. We meets with Ford and Ford walks him through this, the importance of forgiveness and apologizing. It's this Matthew 18 process that's powerful and releases it's hope that releases an action. So this person says, well, okay, I'm going to own my 1%. So he goes to his father and he says to his dad, dad, um, I need to apologize. Uh, I have actually been, I've dishonored you. I've disconnected you. I'm almost hurt. And so uh, I have dishonored you and been uh, operated in a way that's, that hasn't been respectful. So that was wrong. This is what I did. I was wrong. I'm sorry. If and when you can, would you please forgive me? And then he says, and would you also hold me accountable to never treat you with dishonor or disrespect again? And finally, is there anything else that I need to apologize for? Well, his dad immediately says, oh, I forgive you. And then falls to his knees in front of his son and says, I want you to know that I love you and I'm so proud of you. What's the point when we own our part? Hope that results in action. Power is released. Then uh, Shea Bynes got up and talked about divine wisdom and how to access divine wisdom. But really one of the things that I took home from that was the source versus the resource. The same when we talk about the framework versus the blueprint. We're looking for the blueprint, but no, no, no. You're given the framework. You have to work within the framework to get your own blueprint. It's the same. We look for the resource. Would you be my, are you my mother? Are you my mother? If you've read that book as a, as a child, we look for a person to be the, the source. They are the source of my uh, next business proposal. They are the source of my next uh, piece of encouragement or hope or advice, or whatever it is, rather than no, God is the source the person is the resource. Recognize where do you get wisdom from? God is the ultimate source of wisdom. People around us are a resource, but recognize, look to God as the source and then be listening to him through the people around you. And she was even sharing as 
she's walking through and teaching this session. Make sure that she is the resource. God is the source. So even as you're listening or reading that book, be asking Holy Spirit, what does he want to say to you and highlight to you in the middle of this? What is the source that is coming through this resource? That was so good. And then we had this panel. And uh, the beauty is Ford Taylor has been working in the area of racial reconciliation since, I mean, more than 30 years in Cincinnati. Uh, just phenomenal. Like, it's not brand new. Uh, the contrast is Shay is African-American, but she is a reluctant engagement in this the racial reconciliation. It's almost like because she's black, people are going to her and say, what do you do? What should I do? She's like, well, you got to work it out. I'm not your, I'm not the solution for you. But she talks very much about kingdom overall. But then we got to have this entire session with Ford and his journey and what he's walked through in terms of understanding or number one is becoming aware of our bias. It's, and he shared this continuum from a, a conscious consciously aware of a bias and negatively going after that, which we'd called racist, through to unconscious bias or ignorance through to actually having no bias. We're all at some place on that spectrum. And you're allowed to be ignorant once, but then when one person shows you and tells you, you're no longer ignorant. Actually, if you continue in that, that's actually racist. So it was fascinating to listen to him. So number one, becoming aware of where we're at. And then number two is engaging. Find somebody, hear their story, build connection and relationship. It was so powerful, but it was, this is what love looks like. So I'm going to engage because of that. So that was day number two. Day number one was all about being positioned. Day number two, hope that acts. And then day number three, it's you own it. So literally we had, I think, eight different businesses come into our audience, split up, the audience was split up into teams, and then they got to pray, prophesy, minister. It was so fun. The encouragement, the testimonies, uh, people getting physically healed. This guy, Jeff, has got a problem with his Achilles, Achilles tendon. And he was running around inside the room as God touched and healed that. I mean, when you see someone, well, be careful what I say, in his 60s, perhaps early 60s, just running around because God heals him, that just it changes the atmosphere in the room. That was so fun. But these business people that came in and heard from God and left with so much clarity and confidence to move forward was fun. Uh, then we talked to, uh, then we jumped up, Ray, uh, sorry, Ford jumped up again and did another session, which again is, this is what love looks like, and walked through communication and understand and communicate how to communicate. Uh, the different components, again, jump, grab a hold of his book. Then spontaneously, because of the amount of people that asked questions, it turned into marriage wisdom, which was just like, oh my gosh, I wished I'd heard that. 10 years ago. So if you want that, grab his book, Relational Leadership by Ford Taylor. Or you can jump on and find more TL, which is Transform Lead On Demand. You can also find that as a course under authentic-solutions.com, which we are hosting because it's so good. You can find that there. And then we talked through, or Shea Bynes jumped up and just talked, we've been talking a bunch of leadership 
and culture. But for this VP most vision, purpose, mission, objective, strategy, action to turn to something real, lived out culture, she literally used her own uh, analogy of what, how do I walk it through from you know the vision that's me that's easy that's in my head to how do I then serve others with this it means I've got to I can't just keep it in my head I've got to put it to paper and then I've got to uh, teach others and uh, I've got to equip them I've got to empower them uh, this whole process I've got to let go control and then I've got to evaluate that's Ford Taylor's acronym V Steel vision serve uh, V what are we V S T, which is teach, train, and then uh, equip, empower, uh, let go control, and then evaluate. If you don't evaluate, you don't know what's going on. She literally talk, walked through this process for herself where it's gone from her head to paper and then to people. But through it all was the importance of following the voice. So I've just dropped on you three days of a leadership summit. If if you want more of this and walk with us, jump onto heaveninbusiness.com backslash free dash trial. And you can literally jump on that and we'll be releasing that or making that available on that platform over the next few weeks and or months. And also then you can join us every single week. We have a team that prays with you not for you with you so literally every wednesday 12 to 1 pacific time for the first half of that time we're sharing stories as in hearing and telling stories from all around the world what god is doing in business and in faith it is truly encouraging and then we literally teach you how to pray strategically and tactically in your business you can jump onto that if you join us heavenbusiness.com backslash free dash trial and then we also send you every single week a monday motivation which reminds us to reconnect with god it's two minutes long video and then focused content which is uh, this week just gone is how to live from rest in the midst of all the performance that goes on around us how do i live from rest in the middle of that which is all about identity every single week different focused content so what are you going to do here's how pause for a moment and just say holy spirit of all that andy's just been talked about what's one thing that you are speaking to me about that i could implement and then you pause for a moment and you might get an image, you might just know something, you might uh, hear some words or an inner voice or be reminded of a scripture or something that you need to action. I encourage you to write that down and then implement that because this is about leadership is all about taking action. Regardless of what you feel like, all of your excuses, all of the absence of feeling qualified, just remember Jesus said, it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives in you. So we can do this. Hey, thanks for listening. You can find out more authentic-solutions.com or heavenbusiness.com. And have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next week.